Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 384 of the Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. And this question was sent by Pauline. She writes, good morning. I'm more or less a self-learned pianist and organist. I play in church and function. Congregations say uh, my playing is inspiring um, because my style is different from the standard pianist, which is conventional type. Is it important to use correct figuring to play piano or organ when already get used to our own figuring? Uh, is it compulsory to follow every notes or beats from the music sheet? Can we just be more creative? I think, Osha, this question is about how you play your um, accompaniment, right? Uh, from the hymnal or not? I guess, I guess this question is broader. Broader? Yes. No, the similar problem I encountered <coughs> last semester when I was teaching at that organ school, organist mm. school, you know. Yeah. Um, and I had two organ students. And one of them, she graduated from the music school, which her studies were seven years long when she was, you know, in a high school. <coughs> She was violinist, so she could play piano too, since it's a required instrument in Lithuania for everybody who enters a music school, or almost, you know, everybody. But she didn't like to sight-read music and to play from the musical score. She would rather do everything by pitch. Mm-hmm. And we had quite a, you know, argument with her because I tried her to convince that this is not the best way to learn music. Mm-hmm. Of course, you could do that, but but I think that <laughs> if you don't want to um, study music professionally, I would say, then you are sort of 
going to reach a dead end. That's my opinion. At one point on another. You know, to be an amateur is very good for pop musicians. Mm-hmm. Because their music is created in completely different setting and it serves a different purpose. But, you know, if you are church organist or pianist or anyway church musician or choir conductor, it means that you are working with people, with congregation, and as I told my students, maybe someday you want to have an ensemble or a choir Mm-hmm. Or, or group of you know, people who would love to help you in you know, order to create music together for church. Mm-hmm. And then if you are an amateur yourself and you don't want to follow the score and do things you no know, in a professional way, how will you teach others to do it? So, and I think it's probably good that you know, people... Some people are more creative than others, and we want to add their own stuff and create their own stuff. That's okay. And if you are accompanying hymns, then it's not bad if you know you will add something to it, to your accompaniment. It's fine, unless you know you want to keep your tempo steady and congregation will not be able to sing, mm-hmm. leading your accompaniment. But otherwise, of course, you can be creative and add things. But if you are playing living or dead composers' compositions, then I think you pretty much need to follow a score. Because if you would do otherwise, it would be highly unprofessional. You cannot improve on Bach, for example. Well... What could you do when playing Bach? Uh-huh. What I would allow myself to do? Sometimes, if you know, the chorale has a repetition, mm-hmm. repeated section, which is very often the case with German chorales, so, because it's written in a bar form, which has A, A, and B sections. So A repeats A. That On that repetition, you might add you know, different ornaments. That's the most what I can do in Bach, no. What about um, figuration, adding figuration on repeats? A little more than ornaments. Well, Stylistically that, would, appropriate. that would still would be, you know, just an ornament. Mm-hmm. Embellishment. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's perfectly normal. But uh, other than that, let's say you are playing music by... Frank. Right. Would you try to alternate something? No. So, I guess that is my answer to Pauline. In, I guess the melody could be altered, right? But the accompaniment has to stay the same. If if you are embellishing Baroque melody. In, there might be some other options, but they're more technically advanced, which is beyond the scope of this conversation. So, um, so what you're saying uh, to add stuff is is okay as long as uh, as you still are adding value and not playing uh, 
you know, musically uh, without meaning. Right? That's right, because be look, if you want to do something different when it's written, let's say, in a hymnal, you really need to be knowledgeable. Why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Is it appropriate to that style, to that hymn? Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, no. <laughs> it would be like, I know in America it used to be popular with you know, beauty competitions. Mm-hmm. Which is in, in itself, I think, a very silly thing. But you know, for grown-up women, yes, it's okay. But when we do it, you know, for little girls, I I think it's ridiculous. I think we look just you no know, horrible. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's my my feeling and my opinion about it. Like dolls. I know mm-hmm. what kind of you know mother you you need to be <laughs> to put your you know. To exhibit your daughter like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's problem with those mothers, but I think we really need to see shrink. Maybe the problem is the, with their fathers too. Well, definitely. So, I think it's in some sort of those you know, little girls that are dressed like like grown-up women and you know with all that makeup and all that stuff, I think they look ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And it makes me feel so sad. And the same when I listen to music performed with whatever added. Without meaning. Yes, mean. without meaning. Mm-hmm. So, advice for Pauline and others uh, who may want to add their own creativity to the accompaniments is to do this from the sense of uh, understanding what you are doing, uh, right? Mentally understanding. That that would be more appropriate, appropriate than just rather playing from your ear, whatever sounds good to you at the moment, right? Yes, that's what I would suggest. And you know, you always need to to study things. So and you always try to improve yourself. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because there are so many, you know, opportunities for America in America to get hymnal accompaniment. We don't know if Pauline is in America. Yes, true. But for example, if you could get some. At least one example of you know how things are made up. Mm-hmm. Maybe it would give you an idea how it should be done or could be done. Mm-hmm. But I guess there are many hymnals in other countries too, and accompaniments. Mm-hmm. Yes. So study, improve yourself, and uh, don't just trust your taste and musical air it just um, it, 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 it's not necessarily developed enough right you have to compare your own work with other written down compositions and take what's best from their style and make it your own adapt it that's advanced uh, advanced art, I think, we are teaching, but in the end, it's worth the effort to improve. 
Sure, maybe you know this this road with this way that we suggest with the Sanai is a longer way, mm-hmm. and it seems harder at the beginning, but it pays off at the end of it. Thank you, guys. We hope this was useful to you. Please keep sending us your wonderful questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online, where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, The sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for your SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner, and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vida thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and... 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.